Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Jonathan Starkey, your favorite pub landlord from that digital pub, Cheshire Matters. And we've got the last edition in this series, I think. Yes. Anyway, let's just check to see if the regular guests are in. Let's go first for a change. We're going to see is the Raven, Captain Courageous, Captain... Uh, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Jonathan. I'm here, gentlemen. And, well, you know I separate Jonathan and gentlemen there. <laughs> Good evening to all our friends across Cheshire. We're all here. We've had a lot of lovely sandwiches, courtesy of Mrs. Starkey this evening. And me and Mark have eaten all the egg sandwiches first. Yeah, lovely. I told Trevor yeah, about yeah. that when we first come in. Yeah. Listen, we know that gazelles normally eat grass, but they took all the egg sandwiches, Trevor. I know. And all the ham. Self, 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 self. self. Well, we, we know it. Trevor, are you well, sir? Are you here? I am absolutely blooming in this in weather. Blooming and blooming. blooming. And to our favourite guy with the facts and figures, Statsman. Are you here, sir? I sure am. Good evening to all our lovely listeners out there in Cheshire. That's a question. What's happened to Mark's hair? He looks like that DJ from uh, the 1970s. What was his name? Do you know what I mean? Well, Johnny Rotten. No. Do you know, you can Alan take me Freeman. back to the Alan take me back Freeman. to the 70s. It was a twinkle in his dad's eye when the 70s. I mean, this guy is too young. I'm telling you. I wish he was back to the 70s with yeah. all this take, madness. Oh, without back. a shadow of a doubt. Well, let's just go through a few of the things that have been going on. I mean, let's talk about the man who gets a racial hatred police record for whistling Bob the Builder. <laughs> Don't whistle it because they'll try and get us for royalties. I'm how how you is that, that racist? Uh, well, I'll maybe talk about that later. Graham Brady, very interesting, chairman of the 1922 committee. Top guy. I believe the real purpose of masks is social control. Imagine my shock again. Oh, it's going in. Now, uh, another one new rules to stop online retailers charging Apple owners higher prices. That's going to be worth a look. And Nigel Farage to reveal big career change. Well, in actual fact, it's already revealed. He's on GB News. Hey. Got his own. It's <laughs> not a career change. He's been a, a, a broadcaster for a while. He didn't apply well, for a job here. You know, because um, he knows he wouldn't get it. He's he not wouldn't good get enough. There's no job for him. <laughs> He's a good speaker, though. He is a good speaker. He is. I mean, He's let's, a top man. You know, he is a good speaker. Um, the other thing is, uh, and I think this is this is something that I think is very, very important. There was a story in the Mail on Sunday, we've declawed COVID. Now give us our freedom back. And I think I'm going to go along with that. There's so many different stories, and I think I'm going to move along with that. And the gazelle is going to open this one up, and this is called So-Called Freedom Day. Take it away, Trevor. We love you, Trevor. Trevor, we love you. I know. Trevor, don't, don't blush. We all love you, don't we, lads? Yes. Thank you, boys. Steve never said anything there. You said he doesn't love you. He's still in the closet. I don't, I don't really like that kind of talk between men, to be honest. I've heard you've got Where's it going? Where's it well, going? then why were you eating off a pink plate tonight? Because Where's it going? Where's it going? That's because, what it and you had, a, you had a pink napkin as well. Well, you know. It's, a big it's, boy like you as well. Like yeah. What's well, the title of this? Boris's B.O. Star, star, star. CKS. The so-called Freedom Day. Split the country again. They're getting good at this, aren't they? Oh, you're This government, they're absolute masters at it. And so it begins all over again. 
the great mask debate. <laughs> Get vaxxed. Easy. <laughs> well, it's wonder Steve didn't say, where's it going? Get vaxxed if you want to have fun. I've stopped wondering. Isn't it? Boris says vaccine passports will now be needed for nightclubs and mass gatherings by the end of September. Not really Freedom Day. In a major U-turn, Boris said that proof of double vaccination would be a condition of entry. He declined to specify which other venues would be targeted. He also failed to rule out the scheme potentially being extended to pubs. That's not really Freedom Day, is it? Did this include the elite, like the G7 meetings, like the Euro 2020 final at Wembley? Well, how many were there, Trevor? Come on. I've, something was, like about. I've heard different figures, but it's around seventy to 80,000. And none of them were wearing masks none that them, I saw. None of them were wearing masks. Did it, they all have double vaccinations? No, they didn't. No. Did, all, they, have, all, did they have COVID certificates? No. The only requirement they needed was a test that was negative. So that was seventy to 80,000 people. It's, uh, it was also at... Uh, I've lost my track on that one now. It's Wimbledon. Sorry they, about they, that. They did it as well. There was... Uh, and it seems to be. Steve and his pink napkins and plates yeah, it, has it, that effect. It's, it's thrown me out. It's made me go all gobbledygook. Yeah. Uh, when I went out. So. <laughs> yeah, so he's also failed to rule out uh, the scheme potentially being extended to pubs as well. So, like I say, it's not, uh, it's not Freedom Day at all. Now, did this include the elite, like the G7 meetings, like the Euros, as I said, the final at Wembley, where all the elite can fly in? From all the red and amber areas of the world without any quarantining. No, I didn't think so. Boris himself trying to get out of house arrest after coming into contact with the health secretary. Uh, anyway, they got him over that, didn't they? They, oh, they, they, did. they finally they got did. him over that one. Uh, and he like I said earlier on, it yeah, was another U-turn. Oh, another U-turn, yeah. And we had trials at events like uh, Wimbledon as well this summer, which allowed positives, uh, allowed people to show, um, sorry, a negative test. Uh, there was, again, there was no double jab on that one. Uh, and as I stated earlier on, uh, Wembley was the same. Uh, is, is it me or are these... I mean, both these venues, you've got Wimbledon and Wembley, they seem to be like certainly upper-class elite venues. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, so, don't forget don't forget, Keir Starmer got free tickets to go and look yeah, at the way yeah, that that yeah, guy yeah, is. Yeah, of course he does. I mean, he, he was criticising it all the time and then he accepted his freebies. So, I, I mean, I don't know about double jabs, but it's definitely double standards to me. I'm sick to death of all this bent hypocrisy. Now, this brings me on to another issue uh, that, that I have not heard anyone mention. Oh, he's on one. He's no, I, he I is am, now I... turning into a version of you, Steve. This is fantastic. On this. this. Is fantastic. No, no, I don't think that's good. It's great. Yeah, it's, I, it's, 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 it's a serious. It's, 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 it's is serious. This is serious. I mean, I've not, I've not heard anybody mention this. We, we've had supposedly, we've been in the most vicious pandemic, certainly of our lifetimes. And if, if this is a true case then why were there no clinical waste bins set up around the areas? Yeah, I go with we, that. We had massive, massive yeah. high high areas, you know, where Blackburn... And you just see masks just dis and, disused and yeah, thrown about and stuff and like that? Dispose, you know, we should have a, a, a clinical bin to, to dispose of the face, facial coverings. I'm sure that we've, we've all seen them, as, as Jonathan just mentioned, then discarded all over the pavements and gutters. I mean, it can't be the cost, because... They've thrown billions of pounds. Oh, it's 380-something billion now it 80 is. 80 billion. I mean, they're just nothing. 
Nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. And uh, somebody just mentioned to me earlier on, Matt was on about it. The, any, you know, if you haven't had the double vaccination, they're not going to allow you to enter crowded areas. And, they, and the question was brought up in Parliament, and it was asked to the Speaker of Parliament, and he said, it doesn't affect us. They can still go. They can still go. It only affects the plebs, doesn't it? It only affects the plebs, exactly, Mark. Just he, make sure that everybody knows what plebs are. I, they can look it up uh, if they don't. Yeah, yeah well, I, 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 I'm absolutely fuming over this. You've got it. He turned round and he said it openly. Yeah. It doesn't affect us. As he was laughing as well. As well, he was laughing. Who are they? Well, I'll tell you. Who. We need to get up. We really, really need to get up some petitions about this. The, the thing is, Trevor, uh, the anger that is now developing in this country is off the scale. We are now entering, uh, or we've already entered, by the way, uh, an apartheid society in many ways. And uh, well, explain, got, define the word apartheid. Well, we've got segregation because of it's uh, a divisive. It's a divisive term, right? right it is divisive a, again. The government never. Yeah, and effectively, it's done this time through a health procedure, vaccinations, and the whole of the country is arguing about masks, vaccinations, lots of other different things. Just a quick point on the the issue Trevor was talking about. I work in the cleaning industry. And uh, some places do actually have separate bins for clinical waste. Um, some don't. So th there is not, a, in, my, in my view, a definitive standard on this. What I find horrendous more than anything, like Trevor is saying, and I agree fully with this, we, we have to start looking now at retrieving what are effectively the leftovers of freedom. And to call Monday Freedom Day, to, in my view, is, is appalling. It's, it's hypocritical. It does. It freedom day. It makes you laugh, doesn't it? I, I'm actually really worried about the way this tyrannical government act with impunity. It's the lies they've told, the cronyism, the unaccountability, which now seems to be rubbing off at local level. We'll talk about that another day. I mean, they can't even protect our border. Never mind the elderly. I, well, don't start on that. I mean, because yeah. you know we're giving we're giving another fifty odd million away to France, and they're just escorting them over to our waters. But. I, Ultimately, I'm concerned we're losing our inalienable rights. You know, the ones our forefathers fought and died for. Correct. England, its culture and its whole way of thinking is being attacked. And it's resulting in England losing its way a bit. I mean, we gave the world democracy as we know it, a legal system which is replicated worldwide. Yet now in 2021, in one of the most developed countries, the land of Magna Carta, the Bill of Rights, common law, we are oppressed and manipulated by a so-called conservative government. Surely that's the biggest alarm bell of them all. Okay, Steve, quick point on that. Yeah, very quick point, but very serious, actually. Mark talks about our history and culture there, which is something we've spoken about many, many times. I will say this. Our country in the modern era has the oldest example, supposedly, of freedom and democracy and parliamentary process. That right now is in tatters, and I will say this. If freedom dies here, it dies everywhere in the West. Over to Trevor. That's a good point, that. Now, I've just just thought about something. I've not heard one MP argue about this double vaccine issue. Oh, they are in the background. I would say I would say to you, I'll just I'll just comment that one story that about Graham Brady that you know he's in Altrincham. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's the yeah. chairman of the 1922 right, committee. Yeah, yeah. That one story was the indicator to me that there is unrest in the background about what's going on. Well, 
I will be writing to my MP. My MP, she's a, a Jewish lady, Charlotte Nichols. I know she's had a lot of criticism from me in the past. But, but she's still your MP. And you have every still, right to write to her. Still and she my has to MP, respond. And she has to respond. Um, and I'll, I'll follow up on that if she does. And I'll be writing to her, actually, as a, 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 a Jewish lady, because I, I see similarities of this. Going back to the 1930s, this vilifying of people who have not had their double jabs. Yeah. Well, that, that, I haven't had the double jabs. I have no intentions of an, having an experimental drug that is in trials till 2023. Okay. I have no intentions of receiving that. Well, you should be free that is my to express choice. your views on that. Of course but he's, it but he's not there, is he? But I'm not because people are turning around and they're now explain, they're trying to threaten me that if I don't have a double jab, I will not be allowed to go into crowded areas. Where are we going to go next? I mentioned this before. Are we going to have to wear the Star of David? Probably, well, not, probably, unless, yeah. not unless you're Jewish. Are you Jewish? No, I'm not Jewish, no, but I will actually be... I understand the right point that you're making. I was being point, quite flippant. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm fuming about this. I'm sorry I didn't catch that then, because, uh, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm fuming over this. So I'll be writing to Charlotte Nichols, who is a Jewish lady, yeah. and I'll just be pointing out that, that that's my observations... But basically, what you're doing is it's it, pointing to the 1930s. Is you know what they're going to do? They're going to start painting black crosses on our doors next. Now that we've not is been it, vaccinated. And I, I put this question to everybody. I put this question to everybody. Is it because we have people in charge who do not know what they are doing, and they are making almighty mistakes and dicing with the democracy of this country? Yes. Yes, the, the democracy of this country is on its knees right now, to be quite honest. And I will say this, and I think I'd like to be able to say this on behalf of all of us actually here, and I'm, I'm sure I can. We don't like any form of division or any form of uh, processes which are not equal and everybody is treated fairly. And I think it's important we state that. Now, the fact of the matter is our democracy and our freedom is going down the drain daily. It's yeah. got to stop. And somebody, somewhere, I'm with Trevor because right now I'm not really seeing a great number of people in the House of Commons actually stand up for what's going on. They are, but you're not seeing it. It's all happening in the background. Believe me, there are whispers in the background. I was at the House of Commons the other day, and there is whispers. It now, needs to be Even aired. Dawn Butler was kicked out of Parliament for calling Boris Johnson a liar. Go ahead, Trevor. Well, he is. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, I lost my track then. I was listening to what you were saying. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got all these, um, these protests and rights going on for the Black Lives Matter, and this matters and that matters. Well, what about the two jabs matters? What about the people that have that choice of not taking an experimental vaccine. You know, I will take my chance of catching COVID and surviving at the rate of 99% survival rate. Well, the, the thing is, Trevor, do people have a choice on things anymore in this country? That's the question that now needs to be asked. Well, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm yeah, saying. They're trying yeah. to force you. They're getting everybody on the case of people who have not been vaccinated. So what happens if you get a smaller and smaller number of people who have not been vaccinated? What happens to them in the end? Where are we going with this? Exactly where are we going? It's frightening. As I say, you will be wearing... You, you, they'll spray you with blue paint or they'll spray you with green paint. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but what happened to the Jews? Maybe that's what will happen to us. 
Well, anyway, I, I don't think it's about COVID anymore. I'm not. I'm not sure why um, it's about the double jab and not negative test. Surely, if you wanted thousands of people in a, you know, in a, an event, you'd want them all to test negative. The vaccines do not ensure that you cannot catch it. So you can let thousands of people in there and just hope no one in there's got it. It's just, it, to me, it, it, this isn't about COVID anymore. It gets deeper than that. Excellent um, point. Okay, great point. Well, that was that was a great discussion, right? We've had we've had quite a lot of comments on that. Um, I'm going to move on now, and this is to the local issue, and this is with Steve Ingram, the angle. The angle, right? Well, how many degrees are you going to give us today, sir? Are we talking 45? Are we talking 90? Are we talking 180? Or are we going the full circle 360? Well, he's on this, ladies and gentlemen, because I put up on social media the other day the history of my surname Ingram. And it's that's it's, right, it's uh, you know, ballet dancer. No. <laughs> It goes, back to, it goes back to the angles of 5th century That's Germanic. right. As we say, you're German. So, like, you know, go home, will you? Go home, German. Go home. Oh, no, I don't care. Go home. We won the football. <laughs> you didn't win anything. You got kicked out. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really joking. Trevor, yeah, yeah, yeah I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. I've just got angle birds on. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Right, in all seriousness, quick points, my name means Angel Raven in Norse, and it goes back to the Engels of East, uh, of um, Angel, Northern Germany in, in the 5th century. And we actually invaded England and gave our name to England. So my name is directly connected to the origins thanks. of England. Pass on my thanks to you. Yeah. Your ancestors. So, to your uh, ancestors, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll collect <laughs> the taxes well, later. Can you come over again and just... Uh, Village Parliament for me, please. Yeah, please, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a go. We'll go with it. Right. Go ahead. Uh, th- this week, obviously, saw Monday, July the 19th, established as so-called Freedom Day in England after a year and a half of lockdown measures and various restric- restric- restrictions. Germans don't make mistakes like that. Nope, it's easy for you to say. Very efficient. And um, on social media... Ich bin ausgesegnet. <laughs> Will you behave? Angle. <laughs> Ich bin ausgesegnet. Ja. Ah, ja. He doesn't even know what that means. I am excellent. I don't want to see the faces around this table. <laughs> Honest to God. Right. No, oh, I've forgotten where it was. Chester Cathedral on Sunday the 18th, the day before Freedom Day, announced on social media they were going to ring bells on the Monday the 19th to acknowledge and mark Freedom Day between 1.30 and 5.00. And there was a backlash on social media. And later on, they retracted this and apologised on social media and said that the ringing of the bells on Monday to mark Freedom Day would not happen. So again, social media pressure. Now, you know, Freedom Day, is it Freedom Day? Well, we've had quite a lot of discussion on this and various things, but... You know, maybe just ringing the bells and sort of uh, saying to people, get out and enjoy yourself and meet up with friends and stuff was a bit too much for some people. What's your thoughts on it, James? I, I, do you well, know that wouldn't happen in France, would it? That would never happen in France, because no. I'll tell you. No. What's his name? Macron. No, Nostradamus. <laughs> Not Nostradamus, what's the other fella? That's the guy that that's predicted what no, was no, going no, on. No. The, um, the, the hunchback. hunchback. Hunchback, that's it. Not Quasimodo. Quasimodo. It's only a hunch. It's not the lad, yeah. This week's history lesson with Trevor Nichols. <laughs> According to the gazelle. What's that yeah. fella's name? The hunchback. Oh, yeah, Macron. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they want to put up with that. Yeah. Quasi. Be lucky because be I nearly said something then that's not. You'd, you'd have <laughs> I'd to, have to uh, have a beep, wouldn't I? You'd have to have a beep on it, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, 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 I just bit my tongue as I was going to say it then. Sorry, I do. Well, it probably wouldn't happen in France. Do you think they burnt most of the churches and cathedrals down anyway, haven't they? No, I think God did that. <laughs> no, I don't think it was God, but that's for another time. God doesn't love the French anymore. <laughs> Since when? As ringing church bells, in this case in Chester, it's the cathedral, being a problem for people. It's not. Just to sort of say, get out and about, enjoy yourself, meet up with friends. I don't see any reason. It's not an offence. It's not an insult. This, you know, it's going too far in this country now. I'm sorry. Realistically, bring back the Templars. (laughs) We need the Templars back now. We need them on horseback. And we need them going in and riding in and cutting heads off and dragging them behind horses. Simple as that. Well, they didn't mess about, did they? Let's face it. No, they certainly didn't. You know, and they invented credit as well. Would they have tolerated woke? No, they wouldn't. I think there would have been quite a few people with their hands chopped off. (laughs) You know, anybody that got involved in woke, hand off. Gone. I'll go for that. So what was the outcome? The church is racist? Is it hate crime? What was going on here? Has it been no, can- it, it Bells was... have been cancelled for chiming too loud? Who's offended? The permanently offended? Is it on Twitter, I guess? It was basically because people were saying it was kind of pointless. It wasn't really Freedom Day. It's not suitable. We're still at risk. Lots of... Uh, I don't understand why the church just bends to those things and just go... Oh, okay. Well, we won't do it. I, I mean, totally agree with it. It's not Freedom Day. <laughs> that was me. I'd have just rung the bell all night. Yeah, just yeah. done it. And then yeah. all the next day too. Just done it and just said, who's complaining? Sorry. Uh, sorry. Can't hear you. Mm-hmm. It's the bells. The bells. The bells. They may be deaf, you know. <laughs> I remember you're, saying you're, that, Nostradamus. You're going to still ring the bells at the end of I am indeed. Good. I am indeed going to ring those bells. Well, that was a very good segue. Thank you very much there from Steve. Okay, and now we're going to walk or woke the plank. Now, I've got this. I mentioned it earlier on that a man gets a racial hatred police record for whistling Bob the Builder. Well, well, because I know who's got the copyright to Bob the Builder, I think, yes, he should get a racial hatred record with the police. Can you please explain this for the listeners here? Because this, to me, sounds a complete and utter load of... Nonsense, to be honest. Okay, well, a man has been landed with a police record for racial hatred for whistling Bob the Builder theme tune at his neighbour. Don't whistle it. I don't want to give him any royalties. Don't whistle it. Officers in Bedfordshire recorded the incident as a non-crime hate incident, which will remain on file for six years and could be disclosed to prospective employers. So have you ever done anything like that? You know, whistled something to your neighbour? I haven't got any neighbours. <laughs> well, you know, no, we're well, not going to say I why. I have. It's the haircut. I have. I have, haircut. And, I have <laughs> and, yeah, whistled them a couple of times. Well, the thing about it is, I mean, there are other things, but under the hate crime operational guidelines adopted in 2014, this is me being just like stats because, given the facts here, forces are required to record any actions deemed to be motivated by an element of hate even if there is no evidence to prove yep, them. So, so you can think a crime is a crime, even though it may not be. So no, you have to whistle it. So in the same sentence, you've <laughs> right. said crime, but no evidence. <laughs> no. Or, that makes or, sense. Or a swimming teacher in West Yorkshire was given a police record after a child's mother claimed her son had been allowed to bang his head against the side of the pool due to his ethnicity. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. 
love this to see is the true. reasoning behind it. Right. Or a gay man who alleged he had been ripped off by a drug dealer because of his sexuality. And someone reported that to the police. Yes, they reported they it. They reported so, going to a drug dealer. No, and so they have off. to, they have to, under those hate crime operational guidelines. I know you're going mad there. I can no, see I, you. I just say I think they've got more problems than the hate crime if they actually go and report themselves committing a crime. So we're not going to worry about the people turning up hundreds and hundreds every day on the beaches unchecked. We don't know whether they've got criminal records, <laughs> thieves, fraudsters, <laughs> rapists, murderers, paedophiles or terrorists, but we're going to worry about Someone this kind got of nonsense. Off by well, I think that's quite plain there about Bob the Builder. <laughs> it was, it was, it's obviously... Offensive. A rival painter and decorator. It's got to be, you know. And it's it's the, you it. know the theme tune. Somebody else has got a theme tune which is rivaling Bob the Builder. Okay? Bob the Builder. You know, in total, two ten thousand eight hundred and forty non-crime hate incidents were logged whoa, last whoa, year. Whoa, 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 whoa! So I'm quite meaningless, offended by this. Mean, meaningless incidents. Then. Indeed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just just one second. Not whoa, 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 whoa! Where are we going here? Somebody Where are we gone. going here? Ten thousand people got upset. Bob the Builder, I mean, that's offensive, is it, in itself? That's right, Sex, it's according sexist. to the neighbour. Yeah, could be. No, 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 how do we know all builders are a Bob? Yeah, and, <laughs> Just that um, particular one, I think. I know a builder, he's called John. Yeah, but I, I know a builder that is called Brenda, and he's a big fella. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't whistle at him. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda! <laughs> Leave it. Under <laughs> the builder. Walk away from it. 10,840 non-crime hate incidents were logged last year, bringing the total in the past five years to 120,000 or thereabouts. But freedom of information requests sent, and this is according to uh, an article in the Daily Mail, freedom of information requests sent to 43 police forces in England and Wales failed to identify a single crime that had been solved as a result. How much time, effort and money is this costing the police forces? Well, you could say that the police have completely lost the plot. How can whistling (laughs) Bob the Builder at someone land you with a criminal record? Says Harry Miller, a former police officer from pressure group Fair Cop. I have to say to you that this has just got to be the most ridiculous thing going. Now... How could it be that when somebody has, you only get these these details revealed if you have an enhanced <laughs> police check on you? I don't know anybody in their common sense you know, would actually say that there is something wrong with that if that was recorded. But you know, supposedly, that's what you've got to do. You've got to record these things. But I think there are moves to actually get this whole thing thrown out. And get it removed because it's a waste of police time. This has and been effort. going on for years and years, and yeah, it's yeah, Des yeah. O'Connor. He, Des O'Connor, he got it, didn't he? He got a criminal record, Dicka Dum Dum. Well, okay, can we move? He had that for six years. That was on his record. Can we move on because we've got we've got Statsman <laughs> who's going to give us a quick update from last week. Moving on, moving on. We need those like little things. You've just done it. There you go. To get Statsman in. The council is forced to uphold their constitution at the cost of £6,000. Stats, what's all that about? I think... Uh, I, I don't think I'm they... talking about CWAC here. CWAC. Yeah. Can they charge the residents another £6,000 for well, something? They, they, didn't, they wanted to ignore the constitution, didn't they, and have another meeting online. I don't think they want to go back to work. I think they want to stay on Zoom. It's costly, isn't it, you see? 
But, uh, well, for some reason, they've changed their mind and they are going to stick to the Constitution and they're going to have a meeting face-to-face to discuss the add-on tax for garden waste. But as you say, it's going to cost, presumably, the taxpayer six grand so they can move all their stuff to have a nice little meeting at Chester Racecourse. It's funny how many times we mention things on this show and mm. afterwards there's some kind of action taken. I mm. just want to say, I mean, Chester Racecourse, well, I mean, that would be a push for the Christmas do, wouldn't it, with the taxpayer paying? But for a meeting... What's up with the buildings? We also pay for. Well, they're good at wasting money. Yeah. And the rent that we pay very for good, them. Very good at wasting wasting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. that's just a quick update. So it's going to cost us six thousand pounds for them just to do the right thing. Just the right thing. Yeah. So okay. what? What? Why do they need to do that? Because they've got to move all the electronic. Because equipment. they can. They've got to move all the equipment, all the audio electronic equipment. From wherever it is now. In to the, hold the meeting down well, why there. don't they hold it wherever it is now? That's a good question, that, isn't it? Safety, I think. Well, it's nicer in the race course. That, that, that makes common sense. It. You can't be having any common sense. Be so what, why local would you politics. just move equipment from because one place nice, to another? Because it's a nice venue, it's a nice setting. It's like, be a nice look, restaurant. Look, yeah. let me just say this. You guys are talking... Com- not very often that I would say this to you, kiddo. Okay. But <laughs> totally you agree. are talking common sense. It's, totally kind of, it's kind of basic level, isn't it? it? it starting it, it, point. It, it's good news after what, what, 14, 16 months that the Houses of Parliament are actually getting back together again, just in time for the recess. Yep. Yeah, I've noticed that too. Yeah. And then they're off again. Are they going to recess uh, till Christmas? Uh, hang or on, lads. We've been off for, uh, what was it now? 14 months. We'll, we'll put a week in. And we'll have, we go we'll have the rest of the summer off. We'll have 117 weeks off, according to Diane Abbott. <laughs> 77. <laughs> oh, very good. I miss okay. Diana, I miss Diana, dear. All right, well, in actual fact, this is going to be a strange one because it's me going again with the public figure of the week. Now, I am actually... Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. Am I getting airtime? <laughs> am I getting airtime? Steve, switch, am I him off, switch him off. Reach for the mute button, Steve. <laughs> Get the mute button. No, I'm going to mute him. Okay. First off, I want to mention, I was at the House of Commons the other day and the two security guards, you know, those big guys that hold the guns, you know, while we were there. I told okay. them to keep mm. their eye on you. Yeah, well, there you go. I well, told they did. them to go a little bit okay. further than that. I want to give a mention now to these two <laughs> to these two guys. I had a great laugh with them. They were yeah. very good. As I was being checked, and the ladies there, extremely efficient. I, I oh, didn't yeah. have I didn't have anything on Is me. Is she efficiently checking you? Is she? She they did. They were very. They were very. They were very very professional, and I said to the guys, I said, you know, I said, you guys must be looking so very, you know, you're looking very very hot, you know, with all that uh, gear and equipment on, and then I failed to see that to the left of them was a massive air conditioner. <laughs> And they mm. were standing right in front of the air conditioner. That's he said, about right. He said, no, he said, uh, we're very cool. We are looking very cool. I said, well, I have to say you're looking very cool. I said, I didn't realize that you had the air conditioner there. I said, originally, I said, you had a big sign there that said, things that you can't take into Portcullis House. Knives, screwdrivers, axe, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Jonathan Starkey. <laughs> I was telling them that the first, time, the first time that I went, I said... I turned round to the two guys and my MP was at the other side of the glass and I told him, I said, I saw no guns. And I turned round to him and I said, okay, lads, come on. You know you're not supposed to have those. Go put them in the bin <laughs> over there. Go on, surrender them now. You know. And uh, my MP at the other side of the glass was going, don't, don't, stop. Don't wind them up. <laughs> don't, wind, don't wind them up. But they were laughing. 
they were laughing. And I saw the same pair of guys outside the House of Lords. Same pair. And they turned around and they looked at me and they went, we remember you. Most yeah. people do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have so, nightmares for so two days I, after this. So, I, well, that's the, that's the first thing I want to say to say to these guys: if you're listening, I remember I told you it was Jesse Matters, and I told you I was going to mention you. So you've been mentioned. Obviously, I can't mention you by name. Okay, I'm going to need my money back off them. I just like to give them a message. <laughs> well. That is, next time he's down there, give him a full strip search, yeah. sort him out. Well, I've got, I've, I've got a story for a future episode <laughs> about those two with the guns. <laughs> when I was wearing my Union Jack suit. Oh. strip down to your underpants I in the back to, room. And Reese Moggy Mog was able to wear a Union Jack on his yes. mask. And we'll, we'll bring that up in a future podcast. In a future in podcast. A future podcast. Well, we'll okay. Do. Well, my shout out, uh, you won't believe this, even though he's being absolutely hammered, Sorry, it's not a shout-out. It's my public figure of the week is Quasi Karteng because he plans to stop consumers losing out. I thought you were going to say Quasi Mode. <laughs> <laughs> Quasi Karteng, right? Because, believe it or not, when you go online, all the details of your computer are known to the retailer. And if you are operating on an expensive Apple computer, then they redirect your inquiry to the more expensive items because they think that you can afford it. So because the, the retailers are able to gather large amounts of data from the online shoppers, he plans to strengthen the role of the competition authority in order to stop them from taking advantage of that data. So he is my public figure of the week. Yeah, yeah. So I do, I do quite like that. And is I, he the I apple do. of your eye? Yes. <laughs> Oh, it's somebody's thing. He's get, he's getting brave. This oh, fella is getting. He is definitely, definitely getting brave. So what I'm going to say is, okay, I'm going to make sure that everybody knows right at this very point in time. Right, I'm going to do it a little bit earlier tonight. Okay. You did that without any bell. I know, but I did it. I did. You no, know, you did hear the bell. I'll do it again. Ready? Watch. Watch this finger. The one that's the middle <laughs> finger. <laughs> there we go. Okay, right. Okay, so let's go on now. So let's have our shout-outs and shout-downs. Who are we going to go to first? Trevor, you are looking favourite, sir. We oh, love you, Trevor. We love uh, you. Uh, oh, oh. Trevor, we love you. Don't oh. blush. Don't blush. Thank you, thank you. It's a heat. <laughs> My shout-down this week. I've got a cracker here. Richard Branson, the virgin headman. Last year, he was claiming poverty, trying to get the government to bail out <laughs> his on. playing industry, uh, saying he was going under and everything. And now, only one year later, he spends half a million on a day trip to the moon. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. What a guy. Can I just say, I think these billionaires have a little races around the planet up in the sky oh. trying to get into space further than the other one. It's a little bit sort of egotistical. It's pathetic. And to be quite frank, guys, you billionaires out there, if you want to really have a race between yourselves, have a race to solve poverty and homelessness in the world instead of wasting oh, a stupid amount a goody, of money. Goody, goody, oh, yeah. isn't That's it? too boring you, for you them, are a goody, goody. You know, you should have been a priest in the Church of England. Go ahead, Mark. That was it me now, was it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I wasn't sure whether he wants me to comment no, on right, that. I'll go back no, to no, him no, then. No, go no, on, no, Steve. Go. Goody, goody. 
No, <laughs> go to Mark. Well, Mark. Well, well, my shout down is going to be for any MPs that vote through any of these authoritarian measures regarding forced vaccines and any of them who keep quiet and don't stand up for our rights. Uh, throughout history, those making these decisions have not been the good guys. Remember that. Okay, all right. Steve, go ahead. My shout-out is to uh, a local gentleman from Chester, and it's to Graham O'Reilly, who was recently installed as president of Chester Lions, who took over from Anne Warner, uh, who served during the past two difficult years. The Chester Lions has provided immense support and services to our communities for many years, and a big thank you to Anne Warner, and well done to Graham O'Reilly, who has also served as president in 2004. Good well... On. There you go. He's always with the local stuff, this guy. Do you know that? Good all the time. He is, he is just definitely all for Chester. He's except good. for Chris Matheson. <laughs> well, he's not from Chester, as far as I'm aware. Oh. Just thought he's your MP, in. though. Well, he's the MP, yes. Well, I want to actually... around? Well, uh, sorry, have you had your shout-out? I, I did a shout-down, yeah. You did a shout-down? Mm. I could probably think Travis. of lots of others. Yeah, I probably can. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually going to give a shout-out to my MP, who was with me yesterday when I was speaking to... And he, he is from Ellesmere Port. He is from Ellesmere Port. Makes a refreshing change, isn't it? Yeah, uh, he is from Ellesmere Port. And my shout-out goes to Justin, okay, who was very supportive in a meeting that I was having somebody... One of the MPs who is the chair of the all-party parliamentary group for music, Fabulous. Mr. David Warburton. Fabulous. David, here's a message for you. Right, the box of Watsits is still in store, ready to send. <laughs> and your crumpets are delicious. <laughs> and I suspect Mr. Matters is currently downing a good few whiskeys, having spent the day with yourself. <laughs> He needed them. (laughs) He he definitely needed them. So there's my shout out. So I have to say, right, now we're going to move on to the end of the show. It's the outros, the waitros. Obviously, we're going to make Steve wait. The tentos. The tentos. All the supermarkets are also available. The camel. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Right, let's get. Now, let's see if we can have lots of music at the end. Now I'm looking over across. The moment is tense. The stairs are going. It's just like a spaghetti western here. Ay, ay, ay. I think you have too many smarties, you know. I went camping once. That was intense. <laughs> oh, you should have been doing the jokes again, not me. Yeah, you should have been. <laughs> Get your hand off the keyboard. Don't touch that. Here don't, we go. Don't do the impressions, Mark. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Steve, it's going to be you first. Okay. This is fabulous. Okay. Have you doubled the length of the music, have you? Let's <laughs> <laughs> put it on loop. <laughs> okay, Steve, let's give your quote of the evening. Let's go. It's a very small uh, quote. It's from Winston Churchill, big fan uh, of his uh, record, which is this. Attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. Okay. And Trevor? Yeah, I've got a quote this week, and I've got... It's actually for Steve. Ooh. With his walk in football. And the quote is, It doesn't matter how slowly you go, as long as you do not stop. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Penalties come to mind. <laughs> okay, Mark, go ahead. My quote this week is by Ronald Reagan, 
and it's this. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected and handed on for them to do the same. Fantastic quote. I've read that before. Yeah, He's a great guy. Very, very good. Okay, well, as usual, my quote is, thank God that is all over. We're going to be saying goodnight. So say goodnight, everybody. We've got music at the end. Say goodnight, Yay. Trev. Goodnight, everybody. Say goodnight, Mark. Goodnight, all. Steve, shut up. Don't say another word. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Have a good week ahead. And okay. take no notice of him. He really does like messing around with these buttons. That must and be a he's record. not glad it's all over. He'd keep going right through the night. Oh, I definitely well, You've not been you. muted once. No, no, like you, a, you haven't, been, you haven't been muted. You haven't been muted. Okay, so that's okay. Steve, Steve, you haven't been muted. So don't complain. Shh, shh, shh. All right. Elaine, put him to bed now.